So, Brett, do you want to hear an interesting story? Always. So, there was once a company called Disney, Mm -hmm. and they had a CEO named Bob Iger. And Bob Iger was there for, like, 15-plus years, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then he left, Mm -hmm. gave it over to another Bob, Bob Chapek. Mm -hmm. Then COVID happened, and Bob Iger stepped back in for, like, a second to Mm -hmm. help the company. Yeah. Because it was, like, literally, like, a month or two after he left it. And And then two years after he left Everyone hated JPEG and they brought Iger back. Hmm. Sounds like Bob couldn't let go. Just had to had to keep coming back in. Keep coming back in. Yeah. Isn't that wild? But, you know, I guess if you're good at something. Yeah. Just I guess. keep keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Brett. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Ash? I'm good. Happy December. It's Yay! finally December. Uh, we're, we, we've been through 11 months of the year. We have. And that seems crazy. And at this point, any problems that come up, that's 2023's problem. That's 2023's that you, yes. 2023 can deal with it. Yes. Yes. So, Brett, um... Let's just dive into, um, today we're going to be talking just kind of miscellaneous because there's a lot that's happened with Disney since we recorded last month. Yep. Yep. It's the end of the year and changes are happening. And crazy changes. So let's just dive in. All right. Okay, so the first big change that has happened is Disney has a, I don't know if I'd call it new, but... Um, new a, again. Renewed. A renewed CEO in Bob Iger. Yeah. Um, Bob Iger, just a little brief history, because I know a bit too much about some of this stuff. Um, yeah. Bob Iger... Um, he ran Disney from like the early 2000s. He took over for Michael Eisner. Yep. And um, he he did a lot of, he was the one that really like brought Disney because in the early 2000s, Disney was in a weird time. As weird as it was in the 70s, it feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because there was so much growth in like the eighties right? and nineties, mm-hmm. and then they just did not know how to keep that growth. Yep. yep. Going. So Bob Iger brought was brought on, and he's the one. He's the reason Disney owns like Pixar and yep. Star and George Lucas yep. and and the Muppets. Believe it or not, <laughs> the Muppets. We we gotta do an episode on like. Things we want the Muppets to, like, stories yeah. we want the Muppets to make into movies. Yeah, yeah. That, that's got to be an episode. But anyway, um, and so he's the re- and he also really, he took a look at, now Michael Eisner, we'll do another episode on Michael Eisner and what all he did for the films and the parks, but towards the end of his Year, his tenure, um, 
he he didn't take as many risks as he did in yep. originally. I think that's the big thing, especially with the parks. And so Bob Chapek or yeah, no, Bob Iger. There there's so many <laughs> there's, Bobs. There's just Bob, 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 Bobby, Robert, all these, all these Bobs. Mm-hmm. It's like company. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but um, that was a musical theater yes, joke yes, for yes. those of y'all who go. are like, what? <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, um, so there were like, he's the one that really v- ramped up um, Disney California Adventure in Florida. He's the one who... He is the one who, he was the CEO who was in head when Shanghai Disneyland, yep. which is one of the most impressive looking yep. parks yep. out there. He's the one that like did that. So he's pretty popular, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd say, in history yep. and Disney history, that is. He was pretty... um. He did a lot, and a lot of these podcasts and videos, when they talk about this change, they talk mm-hmm. about um, what he did financially. Now, Brett, we're not going to talk about that because I frankly don't care. <laughs> like, I just I don't mean, get as it. long as new great movies are coming out, just do mm-hmm. what you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> well, know? also, I just don't understand what, right, right. like, I don't know what about quarterly earnings yeah. or uh, yeah. that's all for I know that black is good and red is not so yes that yes. that's what we know that's what we know that's, for sure but so we're not going to get into that we're mainly looking at this creatively yep so the, then like 2019 Bob Chapek who was the chairman of parks yep so Bob Chapek did a lot of interesting things i would say he was in charge of disney when covid started i guess what a job what a job that's like george bush when 9 11 happened Mm -hmm. yep yep it was like oh and like yes it's and like yes bob Iger came back for like a hot second to Mm -hmm. you know help you know Mm -hmm. because he was like oh i'm sorry i left you in like a month after Right. Um, this global yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's a effect- good one. <laughs> sorry. What, what, how funny is that? Um, oh, but so he came back and he, so Bob Chapek took over and Chapek, I think the best way to describe him is he is a business man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he is a true. business man. He does not know much. He he didn't do when he was in charge of the parks like he, like Star Wars Land opened, mm-hmm. you know under his belt, and mm-hmm. so did um, Toy Story Land and the Marvel Lands mm-hmm. were in development, mm-hmm. and all those lands, while they are absolutely good, amazing looking, they there are more right or there are more shops and restaurants places where you spend money mm-hmm. than rides and attractions in yeah. there and i think that's kind of the defining is right. he was put in charge of disney to give it have it right. make more money and he did that to an extent but um he ticked off a lot right of i mean cuz you are hiring someone 
for a business mind, not a creative mind. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, you know, and everyone gives him flack. Again, I don't understand half the stuff people give him flack about, so I'm not going to weigh in. He just, what to me, it would be like having, you know, a designer for Barbie, you know, be like this, like, abstract artist, right, you know, right. come in and yeah. do a Barbie, you know, take yeah. over for Barbie. Yeah. You know, it, it, it would be off. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit off, I would say. And there was a few changes, especially to the parks. Um, like, under his watch, a lot of, enterta- he was the one that was like, okay, well, COVID is happening. Goodbye, entertainment staff. Right, right. Which is very, which put a lot of people, lot of people. <laughs> out of work. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that. It did, ha- it did feel very off-brand. Yeah, it was very off-brand. It was almost like another company took over for Disney. Mm-hmm. Or like when you're watching, I mean, any TV series. Mm-hmm. And an episode feels off, and it's like, did they get an intern to write, write this? Yes, you know, like yes. The, the writers were out, so they had somebody else come in and do this, or direct it, or something, because the yes. camera angles are off. Something's off. That's yes, it it's kind of like you know, in the '90s when Tim Burton made Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It made those two great Batman yeah. movies, and then Joel Schumacher came in, and it, it's very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Bob Chapek, um, this is the craziest story I've ever heard. They, he apparently, so a few weeks ago, Disney was going to live stream Elton John's concert at Dodger Stadium on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And Bob Chapek was supposed to make an announcement uh-huh. there, like introduce Elton John, like, ladies and gentlemen, Elton John. <laughs> well, that was the day he got fired. <gasps> So it was literally, and like apparently they did not call Bob Iger to offer him the job until, so that happened on a Sunday, Friday. So I I wouldn't know what happened on like Friday afternoon at like 3.15 that that made the board of directors go, oh, this man has to go. Did he still get to introduce all the No, <laughs> no. See, that's the loss no, for me. Didn't. That's the big loss for me. But Yeah, um, well, Elton John still performed. Okay, And it's well, still on Disney+. Plus. Okay. But he did not get to introduce. Ooh, but well, it's a not... Mm, that's, and, that's crazy. Yeah, what but, happened? I, I, I know, I'm I like, what happened at like 3.15 on yeah, Friday? Yeah on Friday afternoon that made the board of directors go, man, this guy needs to go now. now." Today. Which I know that in business, like if you ever um, are going to fire someone, you are supposed to do it on a Friday so that they have the weekend to get over it basically. (laughs) But I don't know if he will get over it within a weekend. I think it's going to take longer than that. Yeah, well, he's going to be fine. He's going to go off to another... Listen, he's still going to be... He's not going to be kicked out of his mansion. Right. He's going to go on to some other company, like, I don't know, um, the Gap Gap or something like that. Yeah. You know, some... Yeah. Where where he he's more suit where you don't have to be creative. Right. right. Where you have to go in with the business yeah. mind. So yeah, that's yep. interesting. Yeah, absolutely. 
and we're back. Okay, so Brett Splash Mountain has officially posted their closing notice. Yep. And um, it's January 23rd, 2023. And apparently it's not going to reopen until 2024. But for good reason. For good reason, yes, because... um, even those Splash Mount, like, it's based on Song of the South, if you don't know, um, which is a very problematic film. <laughs> That's a very nice, nice, nice way, way of saying it's a it. Ver- okay, it's a very racist movie. There we go. <laughs> it's a very racist movie, and everyone knows it. Even people that are like, oh, it's it just played... It, just portrays a simple yeah it's a product of its time it's a product of its time i'm like no it was it was a it was not right then it's it not was right not now. right then there were people protesting you know the there were people protesting the premiere the guy who played uncle remus in the film could not go to the opening night of the film because it was held in an all-white theater yes. in fucking in freaking atlanta <laughs> Let's retry that. It was held in an all-white theater in Atlanta. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't read. Okay. No, but it's it's like um oh my gosh. What's her name? Hattie something. I'm I will I'll Daniels. Yes. Because when she she won an Oscar for the role of Mammy in Gone with the Wind, uh-huh. she was not going to be allowed to be in the the theater and they finally allowed her to be but she had to sit way up in a balcony somewhere and it's like she's a nominee what are you doing like this is stupid and she won and she won yeah that's crazy it's just insane so yes this so is- yeah this and even though uncle remus was never in the ride or none of it didn't depict any of like the happy slaves in the ride just it being based on... If you have something called Song of the South, there's a problem. Yeah. Well, we, we know what that means. Well, and just it being based on that film, it has yeah. a tinge of racism. Yeah. 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 So yeah. this is a great thing in, my, in our eyes. Um, yeah. Racism is horrible. It needs to be abolished. And then what if... Thing, an appropriate thing to to replace it with. Too. Now the interesting thing is d- 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 the way Disney announced it, because it was literally days after the George Floyd shooting, mm-hmm. and to me when it came out, like I was excited about it, but it was still like, oh, this seems a bit performative. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, all these horrible things are happening. Let's yeah, let's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seemed a bit performative right. to me, but I'm glad it's happening mm-hmm. still because this is very much right. I, at this Princess and the Frog needed a ride yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So, like I said, it's closing January twenty third, and and this is just the Magic Kingdom version. Right. Appa- Disneyland is apparently going to get it too. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I really am excited for Disneyland's version because it's in a weird section of the park. It's in a section called Critter Country, mm-hmm. but it's right next to the New Orleans Square section. Right. And it's so really I'm like, perfect. Yes. so I'm like, oh, they can just make this. They can get rid of 
stupid critter credit tree yeah. have poo because Winnie the Pooh's ride mm-hmm. is in that section too. So just call that little section yeah. Yeah. Pooh Corner mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Have um have Splash Mountain now be set, you know, theme to Bayou. Put Tiana's place. Yes, yes. Tiana's gotta place. Be a, there should be a restaurant in there. And you could get gumbo. You could get the beignets. beignets. You could get all the things. And it has to be the beignets. It, like, the server has to, like, spin them on yes, the platter. And yes, do, yes. like, in the movie, perfectly. Yes, that yes. would be so stressful, though. Oh, <laughs> um, man. It would be so cool. It'd be so cool. But anyway, but we're not talking about Disneyland's <laughs> version. Um, Walt Disney World, who where it's in... Frontierland, which will be interesting to see how they theme it to there. A lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't fit in there. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the South. It's yeah. Bo- yeah. it's country area. It works for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what do you, what do you think? I'm just, I'm very happy that they're, that they're doing it and that they're, they're using Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think that it's a good decision and. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because um, this is a bigger topic we can talk about a little bit, but um, there are all these... um, Disney did not capitalize on their old... on Like, in the 90s. -hmm. They weren't building rides on these brand new smash hits. Like, Beauty and the Beast had its first ride... Open in 2021. Little Mermaid had its first ride open in 2011. Aladdin just has a stupid little spinny thing. <laughs> yeah. And Disney World. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, Milan has nothing. Pocahontas featuring Mel Gibson has... <laughs> not, well, Mel Gibson <laughs> was in oh, Fantasmic, but then they yeah. were like, oh, we gotta get Mel Gibson mm-hmm. out of here. Um, but, you know, there's very, so I'm glad that they're going along with putting Moana, or putting, um, Princess and the Frog in, and, like, there's, we'll get to this later in the episode, there's talk about a Mm Moana-themed land, which should be fun, so I'm glad they're giving recognition to, they're not just waiting, like, 20 years for these films to become classics, Mm because they are classics. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're back. We're back. And we have a, another topic to talk about that uh, just came out in the news. So, are you an Indiana Jones fan? I've seen the first movie. Okay. I But I saw it like 10 years ago. Okay. Um, so, I have not seen them okay. since. So, your homework is to <clears throat> watch, watch Indiana Jones. The, the trilogy. Now, I'm I'm an indie purist, mm-hmm. okay? So, I feel like the fourth episode, the episode, the, um, the fourth, fourth film, film, The Crystal Skull, really terrible. Sorry. Just, I, I don't, I, I just don't think that it was in keeping with, with the, the original three films. Um, but... It's Indiana Jones, so I'm going to watch it, and I'm I'm going well, to love and it. Well, it's, and it's Harrison Ford. It's Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yesterday, today, tomorrow. Yes, I, so I, I do like Harrison Ford. Uh, he's just he's fantastic. Um, and so they announced that the fifth film is going to be coming out um, in 2023. 
Um, and it is titled Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, I, so it, let's see, um, it's going to be directed by James Mangold. Um, he co-wrote the script with Jez Butterworth and, oh, Jez Butterworth. and John Henry Butterworth. Um, George Lucas obviously was part of it. Um, mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are executive producers. Um, let's see what else. Um, so as far as the cast, um, Antonio Banderas mm -hmm. is going to be in it. Um, let's see. Who else? Sorry, I'm pulling up, I'm trying to. Anyway, but I just, the, the the theme of it is that it's set in the 60s and Harrison Ford is fighting Nazis. I mean, what else go. do you need? There we go, Disney. Indy is still after Nazis and he, because he just, he hates Nazis. He hates them. And it's just, it, can, so it, it's, it's can, like going. Can Indy come to America? I mean, really? Like, that's going to be like the seventh so, film. In the first, in the first film, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, so they are trying to retrieve the Ark of the Covenant um, with the, the Ten Commandments, um, and they're trying to get it from the Nazis, okay? And um, the second indie, um, it, the second one, the Temple of Doom, which is so bizarre, it has the lady that screams all the time. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a little odd, but... It's indie, so it's fine. Um, has nothing to do with any kind of religious artifact, so that's that's why I feel like it's odd. Um, you've got cannibals and whatnot, so <laughs> have fun watching that. Cannibals um, and Nazis, yeah, my yeah. favorite thing. Um, and then the third one, which uh, is my favorite, um, The Last Crusade, um, is where they are on a quest to find the Holy Grail. It has Sean Connery, who's fantastic in it i mean he's i just i love it's him. sean connery uh, i mean to sean connery um and it's all about nazis they show the book the book burning um it's it's just yeah so indy's got a lot of history um in these films with nazis and then in this fifth one he will be back with Nazis. With Nazis in the 60s um and it it has to do with the cold war that's going on yeah. and um and nuclear war is is on the horizon and nazis and indy gets after him so i i i will say this i do like i'm not a big fan of the action films but indiana jones are well written action are. films yeah. like where it's almost a bit like mystery that's why so i like that's too. why i think i'll be into yes. these because I, I just don't like action films where I do people are running around and things are exploding, exploding. and, no, I and jumping from planes. I'm like, you don't need to jump from a plane, Brandon Fraser Or Tom yeah. Cruise. Or Tom Cruise. You I can know stay you're only like four feet tall, but you don't have to jump out of a plane to prove your worth. Yes. I <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I love you, Tom Cruise. I would be in a film with you. <laughs> I can't. So that's can't why you that. wanted to talk about Indiana yes, Jones. Yes, Harrison Ford, hit me up. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, but is um, there any release, like information, like will this be on the big screen? You think or Disney Plus? Oh, I think it will be on the big screen. Um, and let me see if I can find a release date here. Um, there is a trailer out. And release date is June 30th. 
okay. 2023. So. June 30th. Yep. We'll, we'll cover it. Yes, yes. We'll, we we'll, we'll watch it and review it. Absolutely. Um, another uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag oh, is yeah. in it. Oh, um, Mads uh, Mickelson is the villain, Antonio Banderas. Um, it's showing that Shia LaBeouf is in it, but I've also heard that he's not, so we'll see. Karen Allen is going to reprise her role as Marion. Mm-hmm. She was um, in the the first one as well. Toby Jones, Brad Pitt. Um, Stacked. Yeah, cast. yeah. So we've got. Uh, so this seems like because I remember when the fourth. I was in elementary school when the fourth one was going to come out. Yeah, and there was a lot of hype behind yeah. it like oh my gosh right you know and harrison I mean, ford let's just you know they've got a bunch of big names because as as hard as this is to say and go here harrison ford is 80 yeah so this is probably going to be the last his last indie yeah yeah so i'm just thankful that he agreed to do it because he's kind of a grumpy old man at this point <laughs> and i'm just there's a hilarious um, video of him walking on stage at the Oscars or some somewhere to present an award. And as he walks on stage, the um, Indiana Jones music starts playing. Dun, da, 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 da. Okay. And he gets to the mic and the music stops and he goes, that damn music follows me everywhere. <laughs> and everybody laughs. And it's like, he's so serious. He's like, I walk on a stage, it plays. I walk off a stage, it plays. All right, here's the award. And like he's just so grumpy, but it's amazing. So I highly encourage you God to, to bless watch Harrison it. Ford. He's amazing. And we're back. Hello, so we're back. For our last piece of business, we wanted to do a little blue sky imagineering, um, which uh, with something that has been taught is being talked about, has not been officially announced. None of this is probably going to happen anytime super soon, but we can dream, right, Brett? We can dream. Let, let's let's, let's dream. dream. Moana-themed land. Boom. Yes. Let's do it, Disney. Do it. Like, there's talk, been talks about something replacing the dinosaur land for years in mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And now there seems to be a very viable thing with Moana. Yeah replacing it because mm-hmm. her movie is so popular she's right. so popular i mean the score the and score the, the songs they're just phenomenal they are they are the i i feel like it's the best the best song since the 90s Disney i agree era. i agree um do you think um do you think isn't there a series a moana series mm, happening I'm not, I'm not sure I know Tiana and Zootopia are, but I mm-hmm. thought Moana was in there too. I'm not sure. No, I'm thinking Encanto. Encanto, okay. The other Lin Manuel Miranda yeah. Disney yeah. musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's series which that series will be. Yeah. Wonderful, but we're talking about Moana. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're just gonna kind of freeball what type of ride, what what we want in a Moana themed land. So, Brett, what, what's something you would like in a Moana? Um, so much of Moana is the aesthetics of the, mm-hmm. the landscape and the ocean. So that has to be an integral part. Um, and since I have kids, um, I'm always thinking of, okay, how long am I going to have to wait in line? Yes. Um, my kids are eight and five. 
and um, what are we going to do for an hour or two yeah. hours waiting in line? So I think it would be cool because Disney does a really good job of thinking about these things beforehand as you're going through the line if you were like inside an aquarium like in a shark tank style um, they could have characters from the film you could even have um, underwater like diver performers yeah. that are doing like mm -hmm. putting on little shows along the way um, I think it, especially for any kind of large roller coaster ride that's going to be super popular or so. like even if it's just like like I think animatronics like so in the Little Mermaid ride at Disney World they have animatronics of Scuttle scattered yeah. throughout, and he talks with the kids. So I mm -hmm. think having, like, animatronics of, like, the pig and the chicken mm -hmm. yeah. would be fun. Pua and Hey Hey. Poo Pua and Hey Hey. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Um, having, I, I think you could do a lot of the same things that they did with The Little Mermaid. Right. Like, having... Like, they have some sort of shell counting game or... Yeah, yeah. I think something like that, but mm -hmm. Moana-themed or, yeah. you know, Just some sort of... interactive things. Yeah. Or some water element, you know? Yeah. That the kids could, like, run their hands under mm -hmm. and it change color. Right. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Would be fun. And, on, and the songs are playing throughout. And, yeah, the know, music yeah. is yeah. playing. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, I agree. That... Disney... No, Disney, listen, I know you're listening right now. You, Bob Iger, um, bitter ex-employee Bob J. Peck. <laughs> um, I know you're listening right now. Put stuff in, because this is going to be popular if you build it. Yes. This is not going to be like a, you know, a shot, you know. Yeah. A random shot. It's going to be popular. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would love... so. I'd love to see a land, because this is something Disney has not done in a while. I want to see a land with more attractions and things to do mm -hmm. than things to pay for. Like, I, like, listen, have your gift shops. Right, yeah. Have your restaurants. But also, please, like, let's have more than two attractions. Yeah, I agree. And don't be, like, you know, have... Have like th two smaller ones, like two flat rides. And yes, and you one... have a fantastic idea for one. So my fantastic idea is a Tamatoa flat ride. Yes, but and it's like you know those me that Mexican hat that that yes those, at Six Flags at Six Flags that yes and, and for those of y'all who don't know what Six Flags is, it's a some you sit in a sombrero and it spins you around kind of like a tilt a whirl. Yeah, and um, I've gotten nauseous on it more than once. <laughs> yes, but I think something like yeah. that theme to like the Tomatoa, um, like kind of like a wonky uh, like merry-go-round, basically. Yeah, basically. But it has, like, bench seats. Yeah. But um, something like that themed to Tomatoa, right. I think, would be really fun. Yeah. And it could be all enclosed in his lair. Yeah. So when the ride starts, like, the lights could bump up. And you have just a plain old flat ride, but it's themed impressively. And it's not themed, like... As another spinny thing. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It has but it this... would be a beautiful ride just to look at because you've yes. got 
all of the red of the the crab and then all of the well, glittery. He's purple. Well, right, but I guess I guess because he's underwater. I don't know. Maybe he's name? purple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you have but, but, like, all, all the, the gold, shiny stuff, all the, all the shiny, gold and and the. Um, the bioluminescent stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, uh, it just, and Disney has done really good with the bioluminescent yeah. stuff. in yeah. pa- Like in Pandora, yeah. Land of Avatar. Right. Like right. some of those pictures, yeah. I've never seen it live, yeah. but some of those pictures look incredible. Right. So they could do, that would be something fun. I think a roller coaster yeah. themed either in a volcano or a kiddie coaster themed around the coconut people right coconut people they are um, so cute though they're so cute i'm gonna buy one at the store yes that disney if you want to make money that's you'll make get my money let me Just buy like a little I, I okay here's another thing disney you want to make money you need to make figurines like they used to in the 90s of everything every character and plushies of every character yes we will buy them bring it's, back it's the, the disney store it is the equivalent of guacamole at chipotle we know it costs extra we don't care we will buy it we will if buy you make it. it we will buy it bring back the disney store yes from the 90s and early 2000s yes with that big bin of all sorts oh, of different plushies gosh. anyway okay yes we digress yes so we digress and then there's I think this is going to happen no matter if they build a Moana land or not. Yeah. This is going to happen. They're going to build this amazing boat ride. Yeah. That uses the same technology as the Pirates of the Caribbean boat Mm -hmm. ride in Shanghai Disneyland, which basically uses magnets to travel the room. And it's super precise Mm -hmm. where it lands. It's not like other boat rides where you're just following using the flow of the water. Mm Mm-hmm. There's been talks about them wanting to use this in American parks for years. Um, there was talks of it. <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it is 11.01. <laughs> but there's been talks about them wanting to build it this in the American parks thing to the remake of The mm-hmm. Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. But now Moana seems a more viable mm-hmm. option. Yeah. So... Do it, Disney. Do it. Well, Brett. We covered a lot. There's been a lot of news. There's been a lot of news. And we didn't even cover most of the news. No, these are just big ticket items. Yes, big, big ticket items. Well, big ticket items that we care for. Right. So, um... Real quick, thank y'all so much for listening. If you like our podcast, please tell your friends about us. Please have tell people you like about us. Tell people you don't like about us. Just talk. Just talk about us, even if it's bad. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yes, please just say, because even if we're bad, people will come listen to That's us. That's fine. And <laughs> be like, well, let's see how bad it yeah. is. So we don't mind being that person. We don't mind. Um, Brett, what? Where can people find and follow you? You can find and follow me on Instagram at Brett Caroline Butler. Um, I also, you should definitely be following me. I have a album coming out in January, so Woo! I have all of my 
info about that being posted as it happens. So follow me there. And you can follow me at authentic underscore ash 97 on Instagram. And, um, I, I don't have an album to plug. I, (laughs) I, I I don't want to record an album, Yeah. but, and we also have a podcast page at, and it's at that, the number one, that one magical podcast. And stay tuned. We have a, since it's the holiday season, Brett, Mm -hmm. we have decided to grace you with our presence on your podcast feed weekly. So starting today, we are putting out a new episode every week until Christmas. There's just so much holiday stuff to talk about. Because we have all the Christmas stuff to talk about. Ho, ho, ho. Yay! Um, So, so, um, also, real quick, before we leave, we do have this amazing app called Spaces that is it's for L- it's run by LGBTQ people for LGBTQ people, and it's basically where um, we have a little, very little community on there that yep. talk back with me and um, tell me what we have. One listener that is giving me very valid critiques Ooh, very and nice. good, interesting commentary on our episode. So thanks, Jay. Um, but yeah, so check, so go on Spaces and we're that magical podcast on there. And that's also where we might go when we get a few more people on there. We might do like a Q&A. Yeah, sounds great. Episode. So yeah. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Ash. Okay. And thank thank you, you. listeners. (laughs) Oh, we're so cheesy. (laughs) Um, okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.